0: Anchor makes it easy for us. We create the content, and Anchor does all the rest of the work. I dig that the most. So, if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to Anchor.fm/start to join the Inhumans and a diverse community of like-minded degenerate podcasters already using Anchor. That's Anchor.fm/start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. You know I'll be listening.
1: This is Dr. Boris Orlok of Happy Horror Coffee Break, Old Time Horror Radio Show! (laughs) And you're listening to a fourth hand production. New Radio! Radio!
0: Welcome to the Weird and Mysterious World of the Inhuman Experience, a paranormal podcast where we explore the strange and unexplained. Coming to you from the mothership directly above the uncanny valley, my name is Bobby Anthem, alias Trash Bandicoot, and with me as always, B-O-B-B-Y, trapped up in the belly of the beast, my partner, my ace, my fellow
2: inhuman. Bobby Blades a.k.a. Sly Cooper. I am not the Thievius racoonus, but, you know, I'm still Sly. <laughs> what's happening, man? Oh, uh, just dealing with back pain. Ah, that's not okay, man. Yeah. I,
0: I do know something that would help that, though. What's, I do know something that would help out that back pain. What's that? uh Sex? <laughs> that that would that would probably make it worse in the long run, but it will help you forget at the moment. Uh, but it's not something I'm gonna help you with, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> but I think what probably would help is if you maybe send in an email to the programmers.
2: Yeah, I probably should do that since we are living in the matrix. You know got to find out if our robot overlords would actually do something about my pain receptors
0: yeah man you know i don't have a great relationship with robots but they, they seem to like you so uh that might be the way to go
2: yeah i don't know i don't think they like me you know they probably like me a little bit more than they like you but it's probably still yeah. the same as yeah, that's uh, not a lot. how you feel about a snail going by on the, on the pavement you know <laughs> that is a
0: good point man but what we are doing today is we're getting back into the whole thing about the simulated universe living in the matrix uh, and we kind of ran into a little bit of a problem yes
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is the bobby anthem and bobby blades reboot of the simulated yeah. world um because we ran into a big old 404 error on the list that we were doing previously.
0: Yeah, because you mentioned you mentioned a snail. We kind of move at a snail's pace on certain things, and we figured we could come back to the list, but we came back and it was
2: gone. And they so, say that everything is forever on the internet, but this was removed. It's gone.
0: Yeah, we think that there might be a reason for that.
2: They're hiding God, man. They're hiding God. They're man. hiding. In the, yeah, in the hollow earth.
0: That's what's happening. So they don't want us to find. Well, we're determined. We are determined, which is why we found another list. <laughs> That's right. You can't keep <laughs> we, us down. We can't be stopped, man. We found another list. It's a very similar list. And I don't know, man, I'm kind of feeling this list a little bit more than I, than that last one anyway. So
2: Yeah, it seems uh, easily digestible, this one. Yeah. Like I can get down yeah. with it. I understand what's going on for the most part. We didn't get too science and technical. You know, it just kind of flowed.
0: Yeah, but even still, I don't think we're going to get all the way through this one this time. So we're going to do what we can.
2: We spend a whole lot of time politicking back and forth. So you know how it is. I mean, these things have to be discussed. That they do. So
0: let's go ahead and discuss this. We'll do that when we return.
1: Are you easily offended? Because if you are, you should probably stop listening. Are you interested in the bizarre and unusual? Like serial killers? Do you scream as loud as you can. They're already scared. Of you, they stab you just once. You know what I mean? Then run. Rob... Or maybe they fucking kill it's, you. It's... And aliens? I'm thinking either. Yeah, probably. <laughs> like, but like if you're gonna take my sperm, at least make me happy. Don't forget about the paranormal. Why, Why do you look like that? Because I'm from hell, bitch! Why are you from hell? come on strange drunken journeys with us your hosts tomcat aka tom thompson and billy kirby as we drink and discuss the creepy and weird sides of life strange brew podcast that's strange brew podcast okay tom relax strange brew can be found anywhere you can find a podcast though from apple podcast and spotify to podbean and many more so crack those beers or, or taboos and light those doobies because, because it's about to get strange
2: Yep, so it's definitely a reboot, because it's not a remake. It's sort of
0: the same thing, just with a different coat of paint. Yeah. Because the first one, I guess, didn't really end the way that it was expected to. I don't know. No,
2: we had, we got up to nine. There were 15, so we had that many more to go, and then the page just mysteriously vanished. It got taken off the internet, man. Cancelled.
0: That's what happens, man. That's because they didn't want us to know the truth. They didn't want us to get to number one and and learn the actual secrets.
2: They're hiding God, man. They're hiding God. What if God was one of us? (laughs) Just a slob like one of us. What if God was on that list? What if God is on this list, man? Let's get into this. All right. (laughs) So we got number one, the Mandela Effect. Some people claim to remember TV coverage of Nelson Mandela's death in the 1980s, even though he actually died in 2013. The Mandela Effect is therefore supposedly proof that whoever is in charge of our simulation is changing the past, or alternately, this evidence of a parallel universe and some individuals have crossed from one universe in which Mandela died in the 80s into ours, where he lived to age 95. Additional examples of this phenomenon include some remembering the name of the Berenstain Bears, children's book spelling as Berenstain Bears, of course I remember that, and others recalling a non-existent movie from the 1990s. 90s called Shazam, starring the comedian Sinbad as a genie. I I can't speak on that because I don't remember anything like that. I do. I have memories like I
0: can picture in my head Sinbad dressed up like a genie. Uh I, I can picture, and I know that there's been videos that have spoofed the whole idea and the whole concept of that, but I think one argument against it is just the fact that Sinbad in his everyday life already kind of looks like a genie, you know, (laughs) he, he, kind of has the body type and no matter like, I know that he would perform wearing sweatpants a lot. And just during that time when he was kind of big in the late eighties and early nineties, you know, it was kind of that fashion, Mm -hmm. you know, with the hammer, hammer pants and all of that. So, uh that might not actually have been a thing it could have been though man I, I i think there is something to the mandela effect i don't know if it has anything to do with the uh whole simulation theory but it very well could man i never really thought of that
2: yeah um, and not only that with the name the name sinbad you're just kind of thinking to middle eastern you know yeah uh, absolutely yeah, the, Genies uh, and shit like Arabian that. Arabian yeah. Nights. Yeah, yeah, I was just, I was trying to say, for some reason, I couldn't come up with Arabian Nights. So I was like, a, a thousand and one nights. No, that's not the correct answer. But, a <laughs> <laughs> right, hundred
0: and one Dalmatian.
2: Uh, yeah, a hundred and one Dalmatian. Yeah. <laughs> but,
0: I don't know, man. I mean, we, we did, uh, we covered the whole. Mandela effect Uh, and we're gonna have to revisit that I really do want to revisit that but we talked about it with our boy Yuck Nasty and I can't remember if I brought up during that talk there was a sitcom back in the day that there was a kid or a family that had a ghost in their attic and the ghost was portrayed by Olivia Newton-John I've brought this up to people and not a whole lot of people seem to remember it and I've done extensive internet searches on this, and there seems to be no sign of it on the internet.
2: I don't recall anything like that from the 80s. I, it's the damn Mandela effect, man. We're oh, in a simulation. It I, happened. I swear I it you're happened. Coming, you're crossing over from another dimension, man. That, that's got to be it. It has to be the answer, man, because I feel out of place here yeah and in my where i come from olivia newton john was a ghost in the attic okay she was a ghost in the attic. see i don't remember anything like that i remember small wonder the robot kid of i course. remember punky yeah, brewster Vicky. oh yeah yeah uh saved by the bell that kind of thing but never uh, olivia newton john being a ghost in the attic it was a thing i swear it i <laughs> swear it i i don't doubt you sir it was Not removed at all. From the program, it got canceled by the universe. The universe canceled it. Its program
0: was deleted.
2: Yeah, just like they canceled the page that we were originally running on.
0: Maybe it was a sick. Maybe it was. Maybe Olivia Newton-John was a ghost on that page.
2: She might have been. Shit, I wouldn't put it past her. She was number one. Yeah, she was the first one that we never got to. We were still six, six away from number one.
0: That reminds me of The Prisoner. You ever see
2: The Prisoner? It sounds familiar, but I'm not sure that I've watched it. Oh, that was good stuff, man. Well, we'll get into that at another point, but we should get back to this list. What's next? <laughs> All right, so number two, we've got missing aliens. We've spent billions of dollars sending probes into outer space and should probably have found evidence of extraterrestrials by now, right? Not so fast. Aliens would likely be far more technologically advanced than we are. The thinking goes, so the fact that we don't, we haven't located them suggests we live in a simulation they figured out how to escape from. Or maybe the computer wherein only has enough RAM to simulate one planetary civilization at a time. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> That's great. I'd, I've i never heard that theory before. I guess that kind of makes
0: sense if you really think about it. You know that could be evident like you know that could be evident of that you know the fact that we have not confirmed any life well I mean as far as the general public knows we haven't confirmed any life outside of us anywhere in this huge huge universe so it kind of doesn't make sense that we would be the only ones
2: Yeah, but what about the UFO footage that was recently declassified? Like, where would that come from? Was that shit built um, on this planet in this simulation by just the people here? Or is it from another world, you know?
0: See, I like to think it's from another world, but the thing is I've never connected aliens with uh, us living in a simulation at all. I've never connected those dots. I don't know, dude. As far as aliens existing and and figuring out how to escape the simulation, I don't. Would we actually be able to escape a simulation? Like, cause it's our universe. How yeah. would, would we actually be able to get out? Like when, um, like on Star Trek: Next Generation uh, in the holodeck. Uh, I think it was was it Moriarty because. I think, yeah, I think it was Moriarty who um, figured out that he was a program in the holodeck, figured out that he wasn't real and that the, the whole thing wasn't real and he did figure out how to escape. Hmm. So...
2: Yeah, it's kind of like going into the future, more recent, a lot of the episodes are of Rick and Morty kind of break the fourth wall and they're so meta that they were in a simulation of a train, but it was a toy. And uh, there was simulation Rick and Morty inside this little train and they were trying to escape and going into different tales of uh, their lives in the past and everything. While at the end of the episode, we find out that Rick and Morty are actually outside the simulation and they're playing with a toy train. And the toy train inside the simulation is like the entire world to everybody else. So, it,
0: right. So you just spoiled you just spoiled that for me because I fell off of Rick and Morty. I got to get back into
2: that. Ah, uh, you'll probably forget. <laughs> Hopefully uh, yeah, I will
0: absolutely forget.
2: Yeah. But no, I'll, and a lot of the episodes are like that though, man. They're you think there's something, but like near the end they turn out to be something else. Right, right. Yeah, it is so cleverly written. Yeah, and a lot of it has oh. to do with simulations and alternate realities and this and that, you know, so
0: it could be. But you know what, though, as far as us figuring out the simulation, I feel like we can only get so far into that thinking because if we are in a program and if we're being monitored and controlled, because it may be a simulation, but we don't know if we're being controlled or probably not being controlled. But If we are, if whoever is watching us has at least some control over the simulation, they can change whatever to make it seem normal to us.
3: I was just gonna
2: say that, memory manipulation. What if cats never existed before
0: just this moment and whoever is controlling the the program is like, I'm gonna put these crazy looking little hairy animals and, and see how they react but to us they've always just been a part of our life you know what i mean
2: (laughs) i like it and i'll tell you why because it's cats (laughs) (laughs) you never know it's kind of like that uh, were you a fan of buffy uh somewhat okay now do you remember dawn Buffy's sister that came about in I think episode I mean not episode season 4 I believe. No, I wasn't
0: that I wasn't that deep into Buffy.
2: Okay. Well, Buffy's sister but not her actual sister. Uh she was the key to open up this alternate demon realm or something like that. Uh so she was an object given form by some monks and uh they they implanted the memories of uh, her the key being buffy's sister in human form so that buffy would protect her with her life and um never never let her find out her true purpose or identity and so that was kind of memory manipulation you know they're they're putting this entire childhood together and kind of uh pulling the wool over the entire world's eyes Because as far as everybody knows, this person is, you know, the vampire slayer's sister and she's going to protect her viciously, you know, so that's how they ensured the survival of their uh, of their key that they were supposed to protect so that this certain God from a demon realm wouldn't get it and open up and, you know, hell on earth, basically, that kind of thing. Okay, that's pretty wild. Yeah, so they, they actually messed with the memories of Buffy and everybody everybody that was yeah. close to
0: her. And and that's, and yeah, you're right. That goes right along with what I'm talking about, you know? Like yeah. Every, everything was pretty much normal, and then something new was introduced, but we don't know that it's any different. To us, it's, to us, it's always normal. This might be happening to us all the time, and yeah, we just don't it know be. it because it's part of the programming.
2: Next thing you know, UFOs being declassified will, you know, just be a regular kind of thing in Murder Hornets. That will be disappointing. Murder <laughs> Hornets. I mean, that will
0: be disappointing to me because these things are being introduced to us all at once. But, you know, it's like, well, this. I guess if it is a simulation, that's kind of how I want it. I want these things to be dumped on us and our reaction is like, what the hell is going on? I don't want it to just be normal to us. I don't want us to it would be disappointing if we're just going through life and then we're like oh well, you know there go the murder hornets you know remember yeah. you remember, the, you remember the, the giant uh murder hornet outbreak in 1984 yeah that was awful yeah I don't want that I want to I want my mind to be blown by the things that are being introduced
2: yeah but you see you the way you and I have always thought and many others probably the, our dear listeners who are listening now are thinking like oh the UFO The UFO declassification is really not that big of a deal because we have always, you know, not believed but maybe wanted to believe that there was something out there and the UFO sightings were not just a bunch of loons, it was actual people seeing actual things. But we've
0: been desensitized to UFOs and aliens for decades, man. Yeah, with all the movies and everything like that. Movies, cartoons, just making a joke of it. You know, merchandise everywhere. Emojis of the greys. You know, crazy stories. We've been way desensitized to the whole
2: idea of that. Mm. Hey, can you hold on a minute? I gotta let the cat out. Okay. All right, yeah, the, the cat was crying at the door. She said, let me out. Let me out now. <laughs> she, she didn't want any more of this conversation. No. She's like, I am real, damn it. <laughs> right. Respect me. Respect my meow. <laughs> so what do we have next? Uh, number three, electrons that can't make up their minds. In physics, famous double slit experiment: electrons are fired. At... Okay. <laughs> now we are totally going to go off the rails with this one because physics—way over my head. Uh, That's
0: all right. What anyway... been
2: about? Come on. electrons are fired at a photosensitive screen through slits in a copper plate, usually producing an interference pattern that indicates wave-like behavior. But when the same experiment is conducted under observation electrons behave like particles not waves and there's no interference pattern Some have taken this to mean our simulation is conserving its resources and rendering certain things only when it knows we're looking at them Okay, I've heard this before Yeah That um, yeah. there were some experiments done, but under observation the behavior of certain things change
0: Yeah, yeah that's the whole. That's the whole idea behind uh, Schrodinger's cat, dude. We keep coming back to cat. Yeah, cat. Cat uh, in a
2: box. Cat in a box, man.
0: Yeah, but that's what that. That's, that's pretty much what that is, man. Like that's how quantum mechanics work. I mean, not that not that I know. You know, my brain could never understand that. Uh, it's just like the observer or just the observation uh, affects the
2: outcome, uh, mm-hmm. and it's insane. So is that kind of like Randall? Is that like if a tree falls in the woods and there's no one there to hear it did it really fall? Kind of thing. Or did it or did it make a noise because it definitely fell? Okay. But how do you know that it fell <laughs> if nobody was there to see it?
0: If nobody was there to see it fall, but then you went to actually go Oh, you just mean just just I mean if it if nobody was there to see it and it I mean if nobody ever goes there and there's no evidence of it whatsoever. <laughs> does it exist and you know what this kind of touches back on what we were talking about a little bit before too with um it can't be proven to me at all at all that anything exists outside of what i can immediately observe absolutely you know just Just like a map on a a video game, a little map in the lower left corner of the screen, you know, you're running around and and it expands as you go a little bit farther, but nothing else outside of that
2: exists at all. Exactly. All right, so that brings me to this point I was trying to make, Um, and you, you helped me bring it along. But does most of the world fade away when we're not there? So right now we're sitting in our homes and we can hear our most immediate surroundings like okay there's a little highway near me and i can hear cars going by and that's as far as i'm aware of so if i'm not aware of it and i'm not observing it in any way shape or form does it even exist anymore
0: right because i mean we can't how can we really be convinced that i mean there's all kinds of other beings walking around and driving around and going about their business but I can't be sure that any of you have actual consciousness, you know, and you can't be sure that I even do, even though we're sitting here, we're talking, you know, I might just be a figment of your imagination. You might be a figment of mine. I don't know. We might Uh, be two
2: AI avatars um, communicating with one another. That's just where I was going. Yeah.
0: Right. I mean, this, this really, this, this is way off the mark of the whole quantum mechanics, the whole double slit uh, experiment. But this is where it took me. This is where it took us. <laughs> you guys are just going into crazy talk now. <laughs> the whole double slit thing though, that for me, it's like that's just, um, on the smallest level on the in the on the quantum level, everything is, everything is random. Like every everything that you can imagine has every single outcome, every possible outcome.
2: Uh, unless
0: you observe it, you
2: know what I mean? Isn't Um, that kind of like the multiverse theory where every decision you either make or don't make has, uh, has the outcome. And then that, um, that's kind of multiplied by the decisions that the person in that multiverse makes or doesn't make.
0: Okay. It it... it keeps branching off. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. I mean, just from what I understand, because obviously I'm not a scientist, man. I'm, you know, I struggled through school and I've had head injuries all throughout (laughs) my life. So, but just from what I, from what I'm able to kind of understand, I guess, you know, in the quantum, on the quantum level, every possibility happens all at once. Like everything, you know, that's what, that's what the whole double slit uh, experiment showed. Uh, And I can imagine how their minds were blown the first time they saw that because they weren't expecting that, you know, they weren't really looking for that outcome or, you know, they didn't know what outcome to look to expect, but that was what they got. So it took a while for them to even wrap their heads around it. I still can't wrap my head around it.
2: Yeah, that that has a lot to do with music, too, especially I found out like when my teacher was showing me something on the violin, and it was a very odd pattern of notes, and the music didn't resolve itself at the end of the measure. And so I was trying to resolve it myself, and he's like, no, you you come to a stop at the end. And he's like, do you know why that's so difficult? And I said, no, he said, because your mind is looking for a pattern and these notes are supposed to go in a certain pattern a certain way and it's supposed to resolve itself from the beginning to the end and it didn't resolve that's dope man and that's so, science yeah i was trying to make sense of that and i couldn't right yeah man that is science yes that was pretty but, cool
0: yeah but the 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 double slit thing i don't know i don't know if that says that this is all a simulation, I guess it could be, I guess it could support that. But for me, I've just always seen it as, uh, it's just a way to ensure that everything is random, you know? Like, uh, without, if everything was in perfect symmetry, nothing would matter. Nothing would grow. Um, There would be no variation of anything if everything was in perfect symmetry. So we need things to be random and chaotic in order for us to have growth and maybe even the flow of time. There will be no flow of time if everything is just standing still.
2: Hmm. But is it random really? Or is it because our minds can't comprehend it that we just believe that it's random
0: on the quantum level, because of the experiments, the one thing that I do understand is it is random. (laughs) It's completely random. Um, but just you know, here, here where we live, where we move through time and space, I don't, I don't think anything is really truly random. You have to get way down on a really small level for it to be random and uh, truly
2: chaotic. Down to the quantum level, where Ant Man yes, lives. Sir. Jesus Christ, man! <laughs> we talked about this. <laughs> right after i said it i immediately regretted that i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> damn it man let's move on what's next yes all right So, <laughs> all right number four dna that contains a computer virus that sounds Ooh. like we covered that one didn't on the yeah. previous list did we get to that
0: i don't know if we got there on the previous list
2: but it is something that we have touched on before in other conversations All right, so um, in 2017, a multidisciplinary group of researchers at the University of Washington proved that they could embed malicious computer code into physical strands of DNA. Their aim was to show that computers working in gene sequencing were vulnerable to attack, but they may also have inadvertently revealed that what we perceive to be biological reality was in fact computer code all along. Okay, no, we didn't we didn't cover this on the last one.
0: No, but I think we went into a little tangent that kind of led us in that direction. But yeah, we didn't didn't really cover this one. Mm.
2: Yeah, that sounds a, a bit new to me. I feel like it is
0: something that we talked about a little bit before though.
2: You know? Well, I think I think it was you, because I know I didn't bring it up, but you said that the when the DNA sequence was looked at through like a microscope it actually the helix and everything actually had like ones and zeros in it or something like that i think you brought that up before
0: dude you you mentioned that in a song (laughs) i did oh yes you did (laughs) ones and zeros embedded in our dna code that was Uh, you man all
2: right wow okay yes (laughs) mandela effect man mandela effect right but yeah, dude, I mean, DNA is just, it's too
0: perfect. It's too, you know, I mean, look at that, man. I mean, I know people don't like the argument that something just looks too perfect to be natural and, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that it was created. Um, but that's just, that that's just too much, man. Just the whole, the double helix is just too perfect. <laughs> you know, I mean, I wish I could think of a, a better uh more intelligent word to use but for me it looks like it was constructed it doesn't it doesn't seem to me like something that nature
2: put together i don't know nature puts together a lot of cool shit
0: that is true man that is very nature nature put together um brazilian women have you ever seen a woman from brazil colombian women bro colombian women, colombian even canadian man have you seen the women in canada uh yes
2: i have there you go man and and nature did that so thank you nature (laughs) for colombian brazilian and canadian women yes sir Hmm.
0: and some australian women i've seen yes yes yes. sir basically Uh women all over the world yes that's nature nature did that unless it was in oh man maybe they were simulated i mean if i was to if i was to make a simulation or program or something i would probably have gone the same direction um you would have much to physically with them
2: you would have to ensure that all of the intelligent entities involved in this simulation found pleasure in viewing the the other creations that were made. And in which, like, apparently, if this is a simulation, then whoever did it is doing a bang-up job.
0: Yes, sir. Whoever, whoever is in charge of this simulation, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for yoga pants. Yes, but I do have to request that you give Bobby
2: his eyes back.
0: I, that would be very nice if if you could start with the left one.
2: Yes, so he can fully enjoy all that is yoga pants and women in yoga pants.
0: Please and thank you.
2: What do <laughs> we have
0: next, man? I do appreciate yoga pants. I want to make that clear. Man. Oh yeah, this is a simulation. That's that's that was that's a good one.
2: Yoga pants are the single greatest creation of the 21st century. Amen, let's go. Number five is climate change with a question mark. How convenient. Our civilization is just coincidentally set on the cusp of environmental chaos, suggesting that we could be an ancestor simulation created in the hopes that we'd show our creators how to solve an energy crisis. This theory overlaps slightly with the aliens as simulation quitters theory above. If we found an innovative solution to climate crisis, extraterrestrial beings might return to crib the results. I like that. I
0: mean, that's uh, that's all beautiful and everything, but I don't know if I can get behind that one, you know? It sounds fun Um, to play with though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but climate change, like we're doing that we're destroying this place yeah we're making true. that
2: happen we are screwing a lot of stuff up yeah
0: we can trace back to to what we've been doing to make it happen it's like it, it didn't just come out of nowhere you know we do have some things that seem or maybe that's just what maybe that's just what we're being made to think hmm. that it that it didn't just come out of nowhere hmm But we do have these other things that are coming out of nowhere, though, man. Like, all at once, dude, we're getting hit with asteroids, we got UFOs, we got murder hornets, we got deadly viruses, and everybody is staying in their house, people aren't driving, and that has to have an impact on certain things. I know that certain things are improving, the the, the planet seems to be healing in some some respects. Mm, So, maybe
2: there is something to it. This is a test. This is only a test.
0: Man, I'm, I'm back in. Maybe there, maybe there is something to it. Because, I mean, initially when you started reading it, I'm like, no, that, that doesn't, you know, we, we did this. We're screwing everything up, but we're being put in a position where we can fix it.
2: Huh. Yeah, but the only problem is, so far, the ones who are in control are kind of refusing to fix it and denying that there is even a problem. Yeah, that's been the case for a while. You know, the, the, the ones who have uh,
0: something to gain, as crazy as it sounds, the ones who have something to gain from the Earth being destroyed, or, well, the Earth being destroyed as a result of them gaining, you know, they're like they're causing it to happen for the most part. Um, yeah, they want. of course they want to deny that it's happening, and of course they don't want to find... Um, other means of uh, energy and uh, things like that because it, it cuts into, you know, it, it digs into their pockets, so.
2: <laughs> yes, this is true. And but, you you gotta think, though, they must have a way of escaping either the simulation itself or the planet if they're so keen on, you know, destroying it and ending pretty much human life as we know it like wouldn't they be ending themselves unless they have an escape route i don't think so i think i
0: mean they just don't care you know i mean i'm i'm sure they know the numbers you know and a lot of these people are older people anyway so they're like as, as long as as long as they have their money during their lifetime they don't care what else happens afterwards <laughs> they don't care what happened before you
2: know we're all going they to die.
0: i need my money yeah. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. So here's what we're going to do, man. Let's do one more. And
2: All right. then <laughs> if this list survives, yeah, because they want are... us to know the secrets, we'll come back. So um, number six. Now, this one you will recognize because I recognize it from the previous list. And this is the video games that look like real life. Yes. So Elon Musk is a believer in Nick Ballstrom's simulation hypothesis, which posits that if humanity can survive long enough to create technology capable of running convincing simulations of reality, it will create many such simulations and therefore will be lots of simulated realities and only one base reality. So statistically, it's probably more likely We live in a simulation right now. Further proof that we live in the matrix, according to Musk, is how cool video games are these days. In 2016, he explained, 40 years ago we had Pong, two rectangles and a dot. Now 40 years later we have photorealistic 3D with millions playing simultaneously. If you assume any rate of improvement at all, then games will become indistinguishable from reality even if that rate of advancement drops by 1,000 from what it is now, it's a given that we're clearly on a trajectory that we're going to have games that are indistinguishable from real life. It would seem to follow that the odds that we're in base reality is one in billions.
0: I'm, I'm totally on board with that one. This, this one we definitely covered on the, uh, the last list that we did. But yeah, I'm totally on board with that. It, It makes complete sense to me. And it just it makes sense that if we do have the ability to create a simulation, which we have, we we have created simulations and and uh, artificial intelligence that just gets smarter and smarter and and is able to make decisions and do things on their own. It makes sense that we are not the first, you know, we are not the first in that line. There had there's very likely. That there's many there were many before us.
2: yeah. And doesn't that come up come back around to the ancestor simulation, where everything happens in cycles? and like I'm going back to the Mayans here, how their civilization was kind of like wiped out overnight, and the only thing left to them is little cryptic things here and there. right, right. And like yeah. the same thing with the pyramids in the Egyptians, too just the fact that there are pyramids everywhere with civilizations that
0: I mean how could they have even known of each other's existence
2: but yeah I think we can end it here
0: yeah so we're gonna pick up this list next time man because I really enjoyed this list just hopefully it'll still be there because we don't want to <laughs> do another reboot
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm bookmarking it now and if it's gone if there's another 404 the next time that we revisit this then we know that something nefarious is going on they're trying to hide something we know absolutely man
0: absolutely so uh that that will be absolute proof undeniable proof that we are in a simulation and the cake is a lie
3: Thank you for contacting InHuman Resources, a Q&A segment where you can have your cues aid by these two jackasses, at least to the best of their limited abilities. Feel free to ask any question at all, from how to make a peanut butter sandwich, to how can I get my hot co-worker to notice me, to how do manatees bang, any question at all. Just contact at on Twitter with the hashtag InHumanResources or email InHumanExperiencePodcast19 at gmail.com with InHumanResources in the subject line. And we'll see what we can do about bringing you that much closer to enlightenment. Now transferring you over to the Inhumans and...
2: All right. Our question this week comes from Jennifer. And she asks, if you could buy any one thing in the world and money was no object, what would it be? Hmm. Nice question, Jennifer. One, only one thing.
0: Huh. Okay. I think anybody who knows me well enough probably knows that I would buy the manufacturing uh, plant and the, the the whole operation of Pringles. <laughs> that's, that's what I would buy. I, just the whole setup. The whole kit and caboodle. Wow. Yeah. I'm a simple man with simple needs, man. I guess
2: so. Wow. Okay. <laughs> now, I was thinking along the lines of the... The factory that produces those real dolls, <laughs> robotic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I, could, right. I could have a new girlfriend every every week, man. <laughs> <laughs> so we were thinking along the same lines. We both had pleasure in life. <laughs> yeah, <it's> definite <laughs> pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, a different girl every. Hell oh, yeah. <laughs> You wouldn't have to worry about catching uh, COVID-19 or anything else like that. Um... Right, man. I mean...
0: You just you, you're done with her and just throw her in the trash. And, go the <laughs> <laughs> and it's not inhumane because well, she's I not human. And I wasn't thinking
2: about throwing them in the garbage. You know, you just uh, rotate them a little bit. Are you you go donate. <laughs> put put, put them in. Donate them? Yeah, donate them to the needy. You know, I heard <laughs> to the homeless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I heard they got those brothels in like Japan or China where, or no, was it Russia maybe? Where they they're real doll brothels, man, and people like have sex with the dolls, and then they get sanitized and shit, and then other people come and use them. So you know, that kind of thing.
0: I mean, I guess if it gets if it gets to the point where somebody is real real desperate, I guess. But I, I don't know, man. I'm now I'm starting to think, man, we could you could do that, have a little charity where you could donate the used ones to the homeless. I'm sure they would appreciate that, probably.
2: Probably, yeah. Or they might no. sell it for beer or something or food, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. yeah right. Because like, I mean, what what's a homeless person gonna do with a real doll, though? I mean, come on, man. They're still human. They still have needs, wants. That's true. That's true. Unless they're dreams. really crazy, like serial killer types, and then they cut it up to see wear wear the skin of the real doll (laughs) like fucking leather even better
0: (laughs) even better because that saves an actual life yeah they do that to a doll that's true
2: what if that that gets them started on their path to becoming the next ed gein though Mm. so that's like a practice dummy for them fuck for for murdering i'm having an existential crisis now man i think i just created a monster that's
0: kind of fucked up of you, man. Yeah. Really, if we're
2: really getting down to it, that's not okay. No. How could no. you do this? I'm just. I'm so terrible. I can't help it. Man. It's in my DNA. I'm not human. Oh, man. I'm. I'm not. I'm not gonna
0: say that I'm mad at you. I'm not mad. Just disappointed. Disappointed. I'm sorry, Dad. <laughs>
2: so there we go that's what we would get man we would get we would
0: get real dolls and, and pringles yep. so
2: um, thank you jennifer um i hope we didn't disturb you too greatly but you know yeah you weirdo <laughs> you so, wanted to know and we answered and we want more questions man we need yes. more questions always give us lots more questions and, and bobby where can they send us these questions
0: Well, they can reach us at InhumanexperiencePodcast19 at gmail.com. And they can also reach us on Twitter at either Pod Inhuman, which is what we switched to, (laughs) or back to the original where we started. They can also reach us at IEXP underscore podcast. That was the OG and uh, Twitter. Uh, decided that they wanted to let us have it again. So uh, either is good. And when you do that, be sure to put "inhuman resources" as the hashtag. Are you familiar at all with cat shit one? <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing, man. It's a real thing. I swear. It. No, I've never. Yeah, man.
2: I've never heard of
0: it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's called Cat Shit One. Um, apparently, I guess it was originally a manga. I, I don't really know the whole, you know, the, I don't really know the whole history behind it to be perfectly honest, but, and I don't even know how I came across the movie. It's like a short, I guess, uh, short film. It looks like it's live action, which is just completely uncanny. Uh, it's It's a war scene. It's about 20 minutes, I think it's this war scene where um this uh i don't know if you would call him a soldier or whatever he is you know i'm not real up on all of the military stuff but had to go in and i if i remember correctly because it's been a while since i've seen it's it been a few years i think they had to go in and rescue uh, prisoners of war i believe uh i mean it's straight up war it's bloody it's gritty um it's pretty intense you feel like you're right there, but here's the crazy thing about it, man. The characters are rabbits.
2: The characters are rabbits.
0: They are (laughs) bunny rabbits.
2: Yes. (laughs) That kind of reminds me of Tank Girl. I like Tank Girl. I like Tank Girl, man. I like Lori Petty. Yeah, Tank Girl was pretty (laughs) awesome. But no, I've never never even heard of Cat Shit 1.
0: It's wild, man. I, I See, I would have thought that that would have been something that you would have heard about or that you would have seen. Um, hmm. if, if you can find that, check that out, because now I'm starting to question whether it was actually real or not.
2: Yeah, you know, there's or, or so much obscure, understand. obscure manga and anime that I haven't even seen. And like Jay Silver comes down on me a lot for not seeing shows that he's like, hey, dude, have you seen this? I'm like, no, he's like, Boo. <laughs> <laughs> I bet
0: Jay is familiar with Cat Shit 1, man. We got to talk to him about it. I'm pretty sure he's familiar
2: with it. He probably is, because he's seen a lot of anime. Yeah,
0: so th- it's a, this is a real thing, man. And when you look at it, it doesn't even look animated. It looks real. I mean, if I'm remembering correctly, this was, like I said, it was a few years ago. And full disclosure, I am visually impaired. But my vision was much better back then than it is now. Uh, but, dude, I'm, I swear, it's the craziest thing, man. It's, like, super uncanny, you know? It's just, it gives you kind of a weird feeling to watch because you're, you're straight, you're looking at rabbits running around with guns and doing all of this crazy stuff.
2: Now, are these rabbit rabbits or are they humanoid-type rabbits? They're kind of, they're... I mean,
0: technically, they are anthropomorphic, but they don't have human body types. They're, they have... Rabbit body types. <laughs> they, so they're rabbits doing human things. Oh shit, that's weird. Yeah. It is. It's extremely weird. I'm not doing it justice by even trying to trying to describe it. And it's is the craziest thing I've ever seen. And I've seen I've seen babies being born. This is the craziest thing I've ever seen.
2: Yeah. I, I, well, I'm gonna have to tell you my baby being born story, man. But I think you have told. Oh, okay. They... <laughs> Like, I thought it was a Muppet. Did I, <laughs> yes, did I tell you yes, that? Okay. You did All tell right, me. Good. <laughs> the one and only baby being born story that I had, and I've already told it to you. Shucks. But anyway, back to uh, <laughs> Cat good, Shit 1. Now, is that a series or is that just a standalone movie? As far as I
0: know, it's just one movie. I don't know if they, if it was planned to be a series. I think what they did was they just took, uh, they just took one story from the, from the manga and decided to go ahead and and release it uh, as a film. I believe that's what they did. Maybe I'm wrong on that. I don't know. Again, like the whole thing is just a hazy, fuzzy memory and, and I don't do drugs like that would that would easily explain this whole thing i could just say oh man i was high but i don't get high so i
2: i don't know how real this thing actually was (laughs) you were gonna watch anime but then you got high and you got high (laughs) A E I O U. (laughs)
0: But yeah, dude, check out, check out cat shit one, please yeah, search gonna, for it. I'm going to watch that it. up, dude. Definitely. I, yes, man. And please, please, anybody who has seen cat shit one, please hit us up. Let me know that I have not lost my mind. Let me know that this is a real thing.
2: Okay. Jay Silver, write to us, uh, hit us up on Twitter, discord, whatever. Let us know if Bobby has lost his mind or if he's telling the truth. I need evidence.
1: What up? Far knockers. Aries! Stop insulting people. These are potential listeners. Yeah, I'm so sure. Happy horror coffee break, old-time horror radio show. We take the best and worst ah! creepy pasta stories online, and our finest of quality reenactors perform them for you in the style of old-timey horror radio dramas.
3: Everyone knows it's just
1: you disguising your voice poorly. No, it's not. Besides, we have an abundance of great guests. There's music and t-shirts. And a bunch of dick and fart jokes. You're not wrong. Catch us at all the major podcasts, Thingamawarpers. We're on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Schlapstick, Hardknockers, and the rest. Idiot. Tune in every other Friday. There's a new episode. Or just stick your head in an oven. Same difference. Aries. We need to have a little chat. Toodles.
3: A fourth hand
2: joined. I'd like to give shout outs and much love to Klondike Bill, Burbs, Nathan Mondor, our Canadian correspondent, Shaheen with NuclearHeatshop.com, Get in the Corner, WNC Super Party, Dirt Sheet Dudes, Hollywood Hangout, Suplex City Limits. The Federation, Smack It Down Podcast, Transcontinental Project, It's Pathetic with Scott and Ryebread. The High Marks, Saturday Morning Cartoons, Archon's Corner, Yakuza Kick Radio, The Michael Deacon Program, Sir Dirk, Regularly Scheduled Hostility, Alien Conspiracy Podcast, Conspiracy Cafe, Alien Theorists Theorizing, Hysteria 51, and a special thanks to the networks that provide us a platform, WNC Network, Wrestling Soup, and Fourth Hand Media. And now we extend out to you, dear listener. Uh, If you have any input on this, if you have your own things to say, anything to add to this list, or anything that we didn't cover, please reach out to us at inhumanexperiencepodcast19 at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at Pod Inhuman. Also, we've got our old page back. Twitter just uh, contacted me this morning. So, hey. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, it, what was it? IEXP underscore podcast on yes, Twitter? Yes, sir. Okay, yes. So you can hit up either of those Twitter pages and we would love to hear from you and we will get back to you. Also, hit us up on the Patreon, patreon.com slash inhuman ex podcast and go buy a shirt on teespring Buy a shirt. <laughs> we definitely would love your support um and if you can't do any of that please consider leaving us a five-star review if you would like to have your review read by either of us i can't think of anything else am i missing anything bobby nope you got it all right cool so we will see you next time on the experience